Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it. To all of my new listeners, um, in case you don't know, this is a recap and reaction show. I'll be watching Power every week and recapping and reacting to the episode from how I see it through my eyes. I do have an Instagram. If you guys want to follow me, go ahead. The name is Limitless underscore E. That's Limitless underscore E. You can follow me, send me messages, let me know what you guys think of the podcast. I do see that I do have a new audience in the Swatini. So if you're in the Swatini and you're hearing this, thank you for listening to my podcast. Please continue to support it. I appreciate it. I want to thank everybody everywhere for listening. I really appreciate it. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. That way you get notification as soon as I release any episode. Um, I don't only do recaps for power. If you go look at past episodes, I also did a recap and reaction to the third season of The Shy. That's another TV show that I like besides these fictional television shows. I've also released podcast episodes on my real life experiences. Um, you know, if you've had asshole bosses at your job and, um, you know, they were just horrible towards you for no reason, then go check out my karma episode. You'll definitely like that. Um, if you've had run-ins with police, check out my popo episode, uh, the can we all just get along episode, which obviously the answer to that, given what the fuck has been going on in the world nowadays, the answer to can we all just get along is hell fucking no, um, check out that episode of course the coronavirus is still going on um i did an episode on that you can check that out i'm a 90s baby so i did an episode on that so you know it's a few things that you may like besides just listening to me talk about power and the shy so go check out those episodes i did do a kobe bryant versus lebron james pod so um if you are stupid enough to feel like lebron is better than kobe You'll definitely want to check out the Kobe Bryant versus LeBron James episode. If you have friends that are a LeBron or a Kobe fan, um, definitely, you know, let them know about that episode. I'm pretty sure they'll love to hear it. Um, I also did an episode on Black Mirror uh, with the co-host. So there's a lot that you guys can listen to and there's a lot more to come. So thank you to all my listeners. I appreciate it. Um, if you like this show and you've been a longtime listener, do me a favor, tell your friends about it, and tell your friends to tell their friends about it, and also subscribe to the podcast, because I do release content on a weekly basis, and sometimes I might just drop bonus content, so you definitely want to subscribe to this podcast, and I definitely appreciate it. Now let's get into the show. The police marshal fucking with Tasha is hilarious. But what would be even more funny is if Tasha killed her the same way Ghost killed the police marshal that was fucking with him. Now Tasha, the person that's normally calm in any situation, is having a panic attack and she is all the way snitching. That is noodles. She is snitching her life away. I know she's trying to protect her son and all that, but what happened to the tough, thick skin, I'm ready for whatever quick on her feet, Tasha? You know, this Tasha. And then the cops pulled him over. So he leans in and he's like, yo, I got a piece of the car. Why do you have a gun? For protection. You know how the hood was. It was in the glove compartment. As the cops walking up, I take it out, put it in my purse. Cop searches him. He searched the car, found nothing. Cop walks up to me, eyeballs me. I was never so scared in my life. 
okay, yeah, you were scared, but you was ready for whatever. Now, all of a sudden, you're getting ready to tell on everybody? Rest in peace to James St. Patrick. He's gone. Blaming it on him is fucked up, but it's a good idea. Can't nothing happen to him. But you out here telling on Tommy, too. That's noodles. He went to Cali to start over and do his own thing over there. Now you're going to bring him back into this nonsense? Why even say his name? That's a violation. Tommy spared your life. He could have blew your brains out right in your living room, right in your kitchen. But he let you live after he found out you killed Keisha. It's a whole Rico case. Tasha trying to throw crazy time at Tommy to get herself out of trouble. That ain't cool. Same thing go for Tariq. Tommy should have threw him off the roof when he had the chance, when he stole his drugs. But what he do? Spared his life. Brought him back over, said, yo, just don't ever fuck with my shit like that again. Tasha is wrong for planting seeds in Tariq's head to kill his father, and she wrong for telling on Tommy because she can't do the time. Neither one of them would be going through this if they didn't decide to kill Ghost. Ghost's connections would have made all of this nonsense go away. But they decide to kill him. Now look at him. Fighting and lying for their lives. Tariq also isn't doing well in Stansfield himself. He's doing Zeke's work for him and can't even get his own work done. He was late again to his canonical studies class. This episode, the class is reading Great Expectations. Tariq, what did you think of Great Expectations? Well, Dickens choice to make every character do the wrong thing for the right reason, and vice versa, was very effective in highlighting the complexities between innocence and guilt. Hmm, sounds familiar. How fitting is it that that's the same exact thing that's happening in the power universe? Look at Tariq, doing Zeke's homework for him, just so he could stay on the basketball team, which will also allow Tariq to stay in Stansfield. Same thing is happening with Sax. He's going to lie to a grand jury and bring up horrible queen pin charges against Tasha St. Patrick just so they could try their best to look good for the whole thing that they messed up in the first place. Ghost, Tommy, and Tasha had that whole Fed organization looking stupid. And now they got the perfect opportunity to flip everything back on Tasha only if Sax goes through with all this bullshit. And the only reason he'll go through all this bullshit is so he can keep his job and look good for his family. Sax and Reek are both doing wrong, and they're not even doing it for the right reasons, to be honest. They're both doing wrong, and they know they're doing wrong. Not only is Tariq doing Zeke's work for him, he's also manipulating him into getting closer to his family so he could get to that real drug money. Because we all know what Monet and that family is about. And Tariq wants to find out, and then he wants to manipulate. Like I said last week, Tariq got that manipulation thing from his daddy. Now him and his mama got to try to convince Davis McLean that Tasha had nothing to do with Ghost and Tommy's organization at all. So he can try to get these queen pin charges dropped. Tariq does have a lot on his plate, but he put it there. Hey, you need a hug? Come on. Bring it in. No? Okay, cool, 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 cool. I actually think Tariq does need a hug. But like Professor Reynolds said, Well, he's a black man in America, Carrie. He doesn't have time to process his feelings. Brayden seems to be a good friend, but him and Tariq just aren't in the same space mentally. Brayden is thinking fun and money, and Tariq is thinking survival. You had a question, Brayden? Planes are better than pussy! Gonna have to say money, buddy. Now, with money comes a lot of power, and Monet's man Lorenzo clearly had both. Lorenzo's doing life in prison, and the police officer that was first on the scene by himself when Kane pulled the double barrel shotgun on rail at the party, is actually her boy toy for the moment. And they are trying to keep the relationship on the low. Monet runs a tight ship. She doesn't allow any bullshit. The only weakness in that tight ship is Zeke. 
He's not the sharpest or the brightest or the whatever you want to call him. Tariq finessed him into coming over to Monet's crib for dinner. <coughs> Manipulation. At the dinner table, Tariq lets the family know what he's in Stansfield for. And we also uncover that Cousin Drew is into art, which also happens to be the last thing that Tariq just happened to throw in his schedule because he too likes drawing. That's so creative. Cousin Drew likes to draw. Clearly that's going to be something that Cousin Drew and Tariq bond over. It's only right that Cousin Drew wanted to kick it with Tariq when Uncle Frank came over with his rotten ass. Soon as Monet smelled the fuckery, she ended the night. I know Lorenzo's got you running things. Okay, dinner's over. Diana, get the plates. Zeke, you've been drinking. You should spend the night. Can you take Tariq back to school? Ma, I, can take I said what I said. It's blatantly clear that homie is a rat. Monet sniffed that out fast. Now the next thing she needs to find out is, what's Tariq's angle in all of this? Which of course, in my opinion, is to get a new connect, or to get a connect period, so he can sell these drugs to help his mama get out of jail. Because he ain't getting no money until he graduates Stansfield. Speaking of drugs, at Braden's brother's party, it was crawling with potential clients. I don't even want to speak on the police incident, because that shit was pure comedy. Pure, accurate comedy. Now, for all of us that refuse to believe James St. Patrick was dead until he was actually dead and buried, here it is. It's no longer conspiracy. There's no more maybe, maybe not. He's dead. They buried him. But thanks to some convincing words from Simon Stern and Uncle Gabe, shout out to Uncle Gabe, he made an appearance. They convinced Tariq to give his father the send-off he deserved in his eulogy. Saluted Tariq for that. That was quite touching. Now, James is dead and buried, but the Fez is not done toying with his family. They even went as far to bring Blanca Rodriguez in to help facilitate their case to make Tasha look like the queen pin. That is insane. But, luckily, Blanca Rodriguez is a by-the-book type of person. And she is not going to let this shit go down. She knows, just like we all know, Tasha's not the queen pin. And she's going to poke a hole in all of the stories. She's going to make this whole shit blow up on them. If Davis McLean and his investigator cause her to the stand. She ain't with the bullshit. So salute to Blanca Rodriguez. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm pretty sure Tasha's not going to get the needle, as they say. But I just want to see how this unfolds because... John Mock and Stephen Ott definitely think they got Tasha against the ropes. They really think they're going to make a name for themselves with this queen pin charge on Tasha. And I'm, I know it's not going to happen, but I definitely want to see how it unfolds. I know Blanca Rodriguez is about to turn shit up too. And that brings me into predictions. I predict that after Monet's new boy toy officer Ramirez gives her the information on Tariq that she's looking for, that she'll actually help Tariq out. I mean... What's she going to do, kill him or have him killed? I don't see that coming. She's always one step ahead of everybody anyway, so I believe that she's going to ask Tariq to tell her the truth, and once he actually does, she's going to help Tariq out and allow him to come into the organization. Next prediction. Because of Cousin Drew's interest in drawing and Tariq's interest in drawing, the two of them will connect, and they're going to get into a whole lot of situations together. I thought it was going to be smoke, first episode cousin drew was giving Tariq some hard stares but it seems to be that they have something in common i think they're gonna become homies and like i said earlier ain't no way in hell tasha's getting the needle that being said
What the? How the? For the new listeners, this is my exclusive segment that I'm going to be delivering every week. It's called the Ain't No Way segment. Pretty much what it means is something that happened in the show that should not have happened at all. It's either out of the realm of possibility in the real world or just completely stupid. One of the Ain't No Ways from last year was when somehow Tommy and his crew managed to sneak Alicia Jimenez managed to sneak her out of a federal courthouse by stealing the ambulance and just getting past all of those police officers and FBI agents and whatever other type of agents were in that courthouse. Ain't no way that's happening in real life. But in the power universe, something similar to that happens in every episode. So every time I see something in these episodes, I will talk about it on this pod in this segment. This week's Ain't no way goes to Uncle Frank. You got to be the dumbest mother. You got to be the dumbest person alive, brother. From what Monet said, you had two years left on your sentence, brother. And you want to come out of jail to rat on the Tejada family? Did you not know how they get down? Ain't no way I'm taking that deal. You try and come home two years early, so you going to rat? Nah, I ain't ratting. You rat. You go tell on them. That's why I would have told the feds. You must be out your damn mind. It appears as though they've been getting down like this for a while. They got a whole routine. Chopping up people, putting them in kegs. Who knows? They probably throwing them in a the river or something like that. You had to know that, brother. Ain't no way you should have ratted, man. You should have did your time, stayed in prison, stayed wherever you was at, did what you had to do. Even after you took the deal and came home and you went into the kitchen talking that dumb shit that you said to Monet and her family and she kicked you out. Right then and there, you should have made the call to whoever gave you that deal and said, nope, I'm out, take me back. You should have known what was coming. You got the nerve to be day drinking? What did you think she thought when she told you you got to leave? Nah, ain't no way I'm standing out on the streets. I'm going back inside. We'll figure this out later. Let me finish my two years, please. Ain't no way I'm telling none of the a family. Whatever information you need, you got to get it on your own. Let them chop your ass up. I'm out of here or in here. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> yeah. Close my cell door, please. If you see some Ain't No Ways, highlight me in the DMs. Let me know what you see. I might feature them on my show and shout you out. The Instagram is Limitless underscore E. And Kane is nuts. Can he get one kill per episode, please? Last week, he killed Homie in the stairwell with a smile on his face. That was hilarious. This week, he kills Homie and chops him over pencil him in a cake. <laughs> this is fucking hilarious. I need one of these Kane kills per show, please. Um, That's it. <laughs> That's it for this episode. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it. Peace out.